Okay, so what exactly is gratitude? I mean, how can we be grateful on purpose? And more importantly, why? Why is it that gratitude is so vitally important to the success of a kinetic believer? Today, how the science of gratitude will lead us to manifest our best lives in three, two, one. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings from high atop some mountain from somewhere. <laughs> Unwavering kinetic believers all over the world. Welcome back. I'm Stephen Canyon. Glad you could join us. Email address is kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com. If you have any questions or comments, stephencanyon.com is the website. Well, look who it is, Megan Canyon. <laughs> what a surprise. It's Monday. It's Monday. How are you? I'm really good. Did you have a good weekend? I had a great weekend. It was. It felt long. Well, that's because it was the, the, <laughs> the weather up here was yucky. Jeez. And we had some snow flurries last night, for goodness sakes. Oh my God, is it still Sunday? Goodness gracious. It's just a day. It's oh, just another day. Yeah. I, I got to say, I need this today. You do? Yes. Yeah. Lift me up, Steve. I'm going to do it. Well, okay. Here, <laughs> How about this? You rocked our dinner last night. Well, thank you, sir. It was so good. Trying to cook healthy, eat healthy, you know, it just, you need to, to feel good through all this insanity. I'm enjoying eating in, in your restaurant. <laughs> the restaurant of Meg. <laughs> yeah, we don't, since we don't go out. You're like, the service is terrible. You're doing a great job, and it's <laughs> so good. good. And uh, Today, the science of gratitude. I like the title. I like the title. Wow, we're, this is going to be a good one. Okay. Um, good. There's so much to be said about gratitude, and I think, I think that, uh, well, of course, let's just gain wisdom and knowledge, because mm -hmm. that's where we're set free from some things. And it does seem like this is the thing that we need now more than ever. We need the fuel. We need the mental fuel to, to keep us going, to keep us feeling good and feeling, oh my goodness, like we're like we're on a, a positive trajectory through this. Well, gratitude is so important. And to that trajectory yeah. that you're talking about, look, most people go through life knowing what they want, but there is a communication breakdown. Look, we have a creative mechanism. We've got sensors for attracting our desires, the thing that we're desiring in life, but they only work in our favor consistently when we know how to work them. It's kind of like flying a plane. If I didn't know how to fly a plane, well, there's a slight chance that I could do some things right, but then there is a greater chance that without wisdom and knowledge and training that I'm going to crash the plane. And even though I crashed, and just because I didn't know how to fly the plane, guess what? I'm still at fault. Right. I did or didn't do things that caused the plane to crash. Our ability to kinetically believe and attract life according to our genius of purpose is exactly the same thing. Hmm. So how do I safely on purpose fly or control my earth suit flying around in, in this manifesting equipment, enjoying the most amazing journey. What a great uh, analogy for gratitude. It's this amazing, perfect, perfectly made vessel that can take you anywhere you can imagine, but you have to know how to use it. Well, gratitude would be just one function of the controls that uh, enable us in this earth suit to do things safely and not live a life on accident. 
Look, the first step toward living our best life is to effectively communicate our desires to the universal substance of things. The kinetic believer trains to align themselves harmoniously with the life-giving universal energetics for advancing toward perfected completion. Every single human being was created in the image of the Creator, and everyone has the ability to relate with the substance of things that are hoped for. But now here's the deal. Without knowledge, without the knowledge that we're sharing every day on this podcast, without the knowledge of the Law of Attraction 100-Day Guided Journal, without any of that, then the harmonious relationship with the substance of creation, well, it's nothing more than wishful thinking. It's vitally important that we meditate to be able to harmonize within perfect uh, unity with the desires of our Creator. Now, you know, someone may be thinking, what Creator? Well, in quantum mechanics... Researchers, they've shown that prior to the Big Bang that started all that we know and call the universe, there was a creative intention. There was actually a genius, a bias in existence before the Big Bang, which set all things into motion with an intention for um, everything to exist that does exist. There was a blueprint for it. There was a desire for everything that there is. In other words, everything within the universe is created from the same substance of energy. However, the the God particle, which was discovered back in 2012, was proven to exist in 2012. It slows streaking particles of energy that are streaking across the universe to vibrate on different frequencies, which then in turn creates all of the different forms of mass that we see throughout the universe. There is a substance, a substance which permeates the entire universe. And that substance um, in quantum physics is known as the Higgs boson. It's the creative substance which connects the blueprint of desire with all that there is. Now, here's where this becomes surreal for, for us to even begin to contemplate as human beings. You and I, everybody, Everyone has the same creative abilities, which were created in the image of our Creator. And the connection, the whole process for the kinetic believer can be summarized in one word, and that is gratitude. Gratitude is the quality of being thankful. Why is gratitude so important? First of all, well, let's understand what's meant by this substance of things hoped for. In quantum physics, which is the study of things so small that we can't see them, everything that we do see is made up of subatomic particles. This table, the book, this bottle of water here, the the shirt that I'm wearing, the, the stars, everything. And another word for belief, which is the quality of adhering to and relying on something as being true or which we now understand as subjective beliefs. A subjective belief in, re- in religious doctrines is referred to as simply as faith. What we call belief in religion is faith. And when we talk about manifesting our desires, we now understand the process through the lens of the world's thought disciplines, religions, and the study of quantum physics. Now, there is actually a, a biblical reference in the book of Hebrews that says through faith or belief, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. 
so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. That's a fascinating statement. The, the chocolate brownie that you and I had the other day was, ma- <laughs> was made from things which do not appear. The recipe calls for water, for H2O. Mm-hmm. And before the hydrogen and oxygen combined into water, we couldn't see anything. Yet the substance for water was there. And in the same way, the Bible says that before God spoke and said, let there be light, only the substance for light was there within the universe. Now, here's where things really start to get pretty cool. The sound vibration of those creative words, let there be light, caused the substance of light to manifest and appear within the universe. Well, in quantum physics, this is proven to be the creative process for the universe that we dwell in. In other words, the words that we speak actually have energy. In fact, every substance within the universe is formed from energy. Words are energy, and remember, energy affects matter. The energy of of our microwave in the kitchen vibrates water molecules, and it heats water. So likewise, energy of electricity flows to our washing machine and it powers the motor that spins the, the basin and it, it cleans our clothes. So we can rightfully say that energy affects matter. Our words, when we speak, are energy. And our words affect the matter in our life. And here's where things really start to become interesting. We know that when a creative creator, a human being, with the ability and the authority and dominion to create and speak words, uh, for example, will say something like, well, this, this is the worst horse I've ever had. I just hate this horse, you horrible, dumb animal. Well, now, this is amazing because those negative words or vibrations of energy from those negative words, which are abs- have, they're absent positive energetics of gratitude, they actually affect the atoms on the quantum level that make up that horse. They actually begin to change the animal. We know that. Do you remember the movie, The Horse Whisperer? Yes. Wasn't that great? Great movie. Robert Redford? Yep. Yeah. That's right. It was a, a movie. It was the real life story of uh, Buck Brannaman, who was a cowboy. And to the observer watching Buck Brannaman work with horses, it, it looked like he had these magical abilities. Mm-hmm to calm wild horses that no one else could could calm. And, and um, his ability, it wasn't magical in real life. He was using kinetic belief to rewild horses to uh, become undomesticated from the effects of, you know, whatever negative energy of fear and abuse that those animals had gone through. Well, in the movie, Robert Redford, his thoughts and his words and his actions realigned and it recreated the animal's negative energetics to positive energetics. And the result was um, continually, over and over again, and he was always successful. The result was that the horse became gentle and was aligned with a spirit of peace. Well, every single person has the exact same magical creative ability that can be used on purpose whenever the kinetic believer chooses. I think it's amazing that we are able to better understand our own creative manifestation process by have by gaining a depth of understanding of how the universe was created with bias in the very beginning. 
Yeah, you know, and that's so true. And understanding, again, wisdom is the beginning of all understanding. It is like flying that plane. We change our lives. We change our experiences through knowledge. And that's just what the successful kinetic believer is doing is, is gaining knowledge concerning the mechanics of how we can successfully live this life. Uh, in the Horse Whisper, you know, the character Buck Brenneman demonstrated over and over that if we think and speak words long enough while patiently waiting for the effect of our beliefs to manifest, well, in that example, the physiology of an animal's brain will align with uh, the negative or the positive authority of the words of the person with the animal. You know, it's fascinating. I, I really am loving this analogy because it's giving me this the sense that we're so quick to imagine ourselves being negative. Let's take a horse, for example, to be negative toward an animal. And we're so quick to call that abuse as being abusive toward that animal. But then when we're negative with ourselves, we just call it, you know, oh, I'm just, I'm just having a bad day. I'm just being negative. Um, but to really call it out for what it is. And when you're negative in your own mind and your spirit and your words, that's abuse. You're abusing yourself. And that's, that's a big realization right yeah, now. It is abusive. And that's what we talk about when we get into the rewilding um, uh, methods that we employ through kinetic belief to unbecome all of the negative influencers through life. In other words, the abuse of negative influence, the abuse of negative energetics, the, you know, if you're, you could say that watching negative news is a form of abuse that you are afflicting upon yourself. Absolutely. Anything less than that positive source energy. Um, again, I love, I love this idea of calling it what it is, calling it out. It is abusive. It's not just, you know, negative is, is maybe too nice a word for it. <laughs> it depends on how, how angry it makes you, right? <laughs> well, look, a kinetic believer is a life whisperer. The successful kinetic believer, look at yourself as just being a, a life whisperer. What is that? Quantum physics have, have conducted experiments with atoms and the, the subatomic particles of electrons for years now. And we know that just the simple process of observation actually changes a thing. Well, that's what it would mean to be a whisperer. You have, you're, you're employing patience. In other words, you refuse to be uh, double-minded. You refuse to... Uh, give up on patience while remaining grateful to see in the present tense whatever it is that you're believing to see. You're a life whisperer and you're doing it successfully. What I love too that you're pairing, you know, this idea of being a life whisperer with quantum physics, the study of quantum physics, because when you talk about quantum physics, you're, you know, you're on this, this minute level of, of, you know, particles and how everything works on the smallest scale. And so in a sense, you're also telling us that, you know what, this is a precision game. You're going to need to be surgical and so precise in the way that you are living your life as a life whisperer. It's not just a big, broad stroke. Um, you know, this is one particle, one piece that we're building at a time. Precision, isn't that something? I was thinking that, you know, one one analogy of precision would be, we've got this new, I don't know what you call it, it injects... It's called a soda stream. A soda stream. Yeah. Which is really, really cool. We call it a sparkly. <laughs> I'm not sure where that came <laughs> <sparkle>. from. <laughs> we don't usually but call things by their real names. we lime juice and, and you yeah. we blow the... It injects CO2. CO2. Yeah. Well... 
the little mouth on the bottles that we pour the water into. Yeah. Um, it's we do it pr- with precision. You know, we pour it from the <laughs> the filtered water, the precision into the mouth of the bottle. Yeah. But if we start to pour f- too fast, mm-hmm. then it spills out, and it yeah. you know. Well, you get sloppy. Everywhere. You get sloppy. Yeah. But to remain steadfast in the method for pouring that water into the small mouth of that bottle, <laughs> yeah. you, it, it, you remain perfect well, in the application of the water into the bottle. And, and anybody who's ever filled up a water bottle with a pitcher, is, is, uh, you, it requires focus. It requires precision. <laughs> it really does. It that. requires the precision that we're talking about. Yeah. Look, you may remember in school seeing a diagram of an atom with the electron that's yeah. orbiting around it uh, like the Earth goes around the sun. Mm-hmm. Well, the interesting thing is that scientists have now discovered that the electron that's shown orbiting the nucleus isn't always there in particle form. Hmm. What we know is that it exists in a wave state, sort of resembling a cloud, if you will. And it's everywhere at once until somebody looks at it or observes it. Well, when the scientist observes the electron, it appears as just a little dot or a particle. Now, what we want to know is, how does the particle know when somebody's looking at it? Obviously, the particle is it's responding to the observer's interaction with it. Think about that. Particles respond to the observer's interaction. Well, what is an interaction? An interaction is a judgment of observation, which is made up of positive or negative energy. Now, we come full circle here, and we're beginning to understand the creative power of substance, of the substance of our gratitude. There's energy that is uh, directly aligned with gratitude. Now, one of the difficulties in quantum physics is that particles behave somewhat differently for each observer, Hmm. which asks the question, do particles behave according to what the observer, or in this instance, the scientist, believes? Because we're seeing a different correlation, and we can definitely conclude that the Bible was scientifically correct when it talks about how all matter responds to the substance of belief and the creative power of our words. Look, the substance from which our planet and the universe was created is directly influenced and manifested by the substance of words. In other words, the things that we desire and the things that we imagine are made up of atoms responding to our observations or beliefs. The energetics of the substance of what you and I hope for, of what everybody hopes for, what we think about, the energetics of what we speak about, the energetics of how we act according to what we speak and think about, creates the circumstances of our lives. This is the creative power of kinetic belief. Now, when a person is no longer being double-minded and is unwavering in their thoughts, desires, and their actions regarding a certain belief, the law of attraction changes circumstances. It creates wealth. It will heal a body. It will create miracles in the presence of gratitude. This is the fundamental process behind the idea that a person can think and grow rich. The kinetic believer first constructs their articles of conviction. Now, these are the things that we're going to be unwavering about. 
you know, once I've made up my mind according to uh, what I expect my health to be or my wealth to resemble, it doesn't matter what anybody else will ever say to me. I will be unwavering in my conviction. That's what that means. Unwavering in my kinetic belief. And then, and then what we do is we relate ourselves to our desires by meditating to fill up our thoughts with a deep, deep sense, a deep feeling of profound gratitude that we have what we've imagined to create. Thankfulness that what we are imagining to manifest has already in the present tense come to pass. That's what that means. So in, in my own personal work with thousands of people living in abject poverty around the world, I can tell you this, that there are, look, there are many, many people who are living healthy lives and they have joy and they've got happiness and all those things and they, have, they even have peace, but they're kept in poverty by their lack of gratitude for the substance of financial prosperity. Um, I have a question about about the types of gratitude that we can have. Um, I, I sort of had this visual. I, many years ago, I took a series of kickboxing classes. Um, super fun, by the way. Uh, you never told me that. <laughs> oh, man. This is something new. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, that was so Megan fun. Megan the kickboxer. Oh, yeah. Well, how cool is I've that? I've got a good kick. Well, that, I know that. <laughs> I've seen, I saw you kick a basketball. 50 yards. <laughs> so, okay, that's where it comes from. Yeah, so, um, but it was really funny because in the very first class, the instructor, he, you know, told us what to do. And then he said, okay, now that you've just been slinging your arms around and slinging your legs around, he said, now I want you to do it mindfully. You're going to engage your core and you're going to, to send all the energy that you have available through the hit or the kick or the punch. Because he said, if you don't do that, you really should just go home. This isn't going to benefit you and you'll probably just injure yourself. So it was, he was really defining this idea that you can be a lazy kickboxer and nothing will happen and it's completely pointless. Or you can, you know, have this focused, energized, um, late again, just that laser focus, sending it through every single action that you're doing, every move movement. And I'm thinking about gratitude, and I'm wondering, can you overlay that with this concept that I think it, it's so easy to be lazy in your gratitude. It's so easy just to say things left and right, almost mindlessly, um, almost like a mantra you're repeating. But then it seems like you would be able to laser focus your energy and your idea and all of your essence into this gratitude. I think that's a great, I think that's a great analogy. And I think there's always a lack of intention that comes uh, with an action that's not in alignment with thoughts and desire and, and words that are spoken. There is a, a, a definite increase of energy and the energetics of positivity when there is a a deep desire, a deep sense of gratitude that is in alignment with our our thoughts and our words and our action. So a, a half-hearted kick wouldn't really have any any intention yeah. behind it. So you could say it's yeah. a double-minded kick. Right. Like Just like the kick can have a velocity, your gratitude can have velocity, and that's going to determine how far it goes, what it's manifesting, how fast Correct. it works. It's lacking the kinetic velocity because mm. there is a, a very real energetic that comes with an excitement in the present tense that I have what I want. In other words, if the kickboxer is seeing that one kick as being the knockout punch that wins the gold medal in the Olympics, mm. there's an excitement 
movement and there's an intention and there's a velocity to that kick. Wow, I love that. So in a sense, we can take our gratitude and we can and we can put the mindset and the posture behind it that this is the this is the one. Every time I'm gra- I'm grateful and and speaking gratitude, you're you're envisioning this explosive manifesting power coming through your words. Yeah, and most of the time you'll miss that sense of explosive manifesting power if you don't if you haven't taken the time out mm-hmm. to go back to your original genius of purpose to fall unconditionally in love with that and see that this is my reason for existing. This is why I'm here. This is who I am, the essence of who I am. This is the genius of the tacit of the creator that I'm representing. So I'm wholeheartedly involved in the effort of this one, in your example, kick, because it's my purpose for being, and I'm excited about it, and it represents who I am, and I'm going to live through the experience of this one kick because it's who I am. Our best lives are in perfected alignment with the image of who we were created to become. Unconditional love has granted every single human being the creative ability to advance their lives perfectly while in the land of the living. However, I will tell you this, that without without rewilding ourselves to become undomesticated to all of that negative stuff that's around us in this world that has just as much negative energetics as it does positive energetics, to not adhere to or rely on negative source information without gratitude, The substance that draws us close to the substance that advances our lives. The energetics for which there is no sorrow. Look, people continually disassociate themselves with the substance of prosperity by failing to make the conscientious acknowledgement of gratitude. And the substance of our gratitude never fails to advance us toward what we are on purpose desiring to attract. Well, I have to say the knowledge that you're giving us today, all of this insight into the science of gratitude, how it works, how how the universe began and that that energy that was that was, uh, you know, explosively sent into the universe to create us and that original creative power. This idea that we are tapping into that same power, the same power that created, um, you know, everything we know and love and experience that that power is within us, um, that really does give you the sense of, oh, wow, this gratitude and this bias, this positive bias that I, I'm creating within myself, within my mind, is going to pack a punch. It's going to be huge. It's, it's even bigger than myself. We have our part and the universe has its part. The substance of what we are attracting is 50% of that equation. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I keep hitting my microphone. I don't, I'm just excited You're today. Excited. I, probably four or five times I've just... Hit it with my head, my hands, whatever. Sorry. It's the gratitude. It is. Look, it's easy to understand that, you know what, the closer that we dwell to the source of our best lives, and in this case, uh, financial prosperity, the more financial prosperity we're going to manifest. Well, how do we dwell close to the source? It's through gratitude that we are advancing toward what we are attracting. That's how we dwell close to our perfected health. We dwell close to the prosperity that we are imagining to attract. We do it through gratitude. That positions us energetically to receive. Without gratitude, we're running in the other direction from what we were saying we hope to attract. And it can't catch up with us. We're, we are energetically moving away from the good thing that we said we were wanting to attract. 
What a powerful concept that you're giving us that not only is our uh, gratitude creating this attracting power um, from us toward the thing that we're manifesting, but it's also creating it within the thing that we're manifesting. So, you know, that 50-50 split of the universe is sending it to us and we're attracting it. It's almost It almost gives you the idea that it's going to line up the thing that you're trying to attract, the frequency of that thing with the frequency of you. And that's going to cause it to come to you, you to come to it. The magnetic power is is on both sides. Let's say that the thing that you were wanting to attract in your life, maybe it's a visitor, maybe it's a person that you're going, yeah, I wish uh, Susie would come visit me. But not really, but you know, sure, I'd like for her to come. And then she knocks on the door, but you're not grateful she's there. You're not going to open the door. You're sitting down in the basement hoping she'll go away. You're double-minded about <laughs> attracting Susie to come visit with you. Look, it's so easy to understand that the person who's always maintaining an attitude of gratitude is dwelling in closer proximity with the substance of their highest viewpoint and desired thought forms much more so than the person who never energetically connects with the substance of prosperity and thankful gratitude. Gratitude is its just another way of acknowledging the substance of our belief, the substance of our faith. Gratitude is the acknowledgement that we are expecting our best lives to form around us. And then the kinetic believer purposefully journals to illustrate their intentions for their best life to manifest. We choose our thoughts. We choose our words. We choose our actions. This is the trifecta of our creative beliefs in alignment. And then our life becomes extremely exciting in alignment with our genius of purpose. So the big word that really stood out through what you just said was maintaining, which goes back to consistency. Nothing is going to work without that kinetic belief consistency every day, kicking the ball down the field over and over again to reach your destiny. Um, what is, what's the key? What's the, the sort of the secret, I guess, behind keeping, staying consistent after you've been sending that gratitude out full velocity you're working it it's been months and you're and you're starting to get tired and you know I always think that's the most difficult part the beginning you have the adrenaline of the excitement of the beginning and then it's after a few weeks or months that's when it becomes most difficult to maintain that consistency that you're saying is is so important the key to all of this Megan is knowing your genius of purpose that is always going to be the key because that is the only thing that is going to uh, affect somebody you. to yeah. remain motivated to not become double-minded, to not cave in and quit and give up. That's so true. You have to actually have something in your sights that you care enough about, that you have a, an innate passion for. And when you go deep enough, meditatively go deep enough to understand why you are here. What is your purpose? Not according to how other people have defined you. Not according to what the coach said about you or didn't say. Not according to what your parents told you you were or were not. This is the most personal thing to anybody on the planet. And that is your genius of purpose. And it's between you and the Creator. What is your genius of purpose? It's, the, it's that tacit that your Creator designed you to represent in this life. You are a masterpiece to be appreciated and and marveled after by every living being within the universe and beyond. Every one of us are uniquely different one from the other. 
Even so, the 7 billion plus creative creators on planet Earth right now are of a like kind, beautifully, uniquely, individually made as creative, one-of-a-kind individuals with a purpose of genius. Now, that's something to be grateful for. And if you don't know how to, how to go back to the beginning, to unbecome all of that stuff, to become undomesticated from every negative influence, to rewild yourself back to the beginning, you can go to our website at stephencanyon.com and, and just download the Genius of Purpose workbook. It's only what, 12 pages, but it will get you there and it will illuminate who you are uniquely and what you were created to represent and to unconditionally love regardless of what anybody else says. One of my favorite quotes is by Thoreau, who said, I went to the woods because I wished to live deliberately. Don't let life just happen to you. We are in the land of ability, the ability to imagine, desire, create, and be grateful. Don't waste your days here being kicked around by the desires of other people. You have a race to run. Stay in your lane and run it for the prize. Let's work on some imaginations and highest viewpoints. Imagine your deepest, deepest desire, the biggest one thing that you've dreamed about since you can remember dreaming about anything. Imagine right now that that has come to pass in your life. It's real, and it's here, and it's now, and you are grateful for it. Imagine that. Now say this, I have deep gratitude. I have deep gratitude. For everything in my life. For everything in my life. I always attract exactly what I desire. I always attract exactly what I desire. And I'm deeply thankful. And I'm deeply thankful. I'm grateful for the ability. I'm grateful for the ability. To attract good health. To attract good health. And to remain healthy. And to remain healthy. As I desire to be. As I desire to be. And I manifest prosperity. I manifest prosperity. For the fun of it. Just for the fun of it. <laughs> now imagine your, imagine your weight how much you weigh, is exactly as you imagine it to be. Imagine you are, at the same time, financially prosperous. Money is just flowing to you freely, and it comes with sweatless victory. Your perfected weight and health and prosperity. Now say this, my life is filled. My life is filled with an abundance of goodness. With an abundance of goodness. I am thankful for the authority. I'm thankful for the authority. And the dominion to grow. And the dominion to grow. I am so grateful. I'm so grateful. For all my friends. For all my friends. Who I champion. Who I champion. And who encourage me. And who encourage me. And for my loving family. And for my loving family. I'm master of the universe around me. I'm master of the universe around me. In alignment with my Creator's unconditional love for me. In alignment with my Creator's unconditional love for me. Which supports me in all my desires. Which supports me in all of my desires. I am the co-creator of my reality. I am the co-creator of my reality. And I'm in complete control of the life I choose to experience. And I'm in complete control of the life that I choose to experience. 
Well, this is the tip of the iceberg of the science of gratitude. <laughs> wow. Here it is. A, that's quite the iceberg. <laughs> We're learning to fly this plane of life. Yeah, we are. I love <laughs> the life where life whispers. Life whispers. Mm. Patience. Yeah endures and you just imagine the horse whisper it didn't matter if it was raining or dark or daylight or morning or whatever and he would stay right there in the middle of that field wouldn't he with the horse yeah. the focus of his intention yes right there before him patiently enduring focused, laser focused while manifesting the energetics into that animal you know something i really loved doing growing up was um archery my my grandparents, they, they grew up um, hunting, and I never went hunting, but I loved to shoot their bow. And there was there, nothing felt quite like that, that sense of looking at that bullseye, looking at that target. And then when you felt that arrow release, and you, can, you know it's going to hit it before it does. Mm-hmm. You know, you can just sense it. And in that, in that depth of focus that you have. And I love that sensation of overlaying that with my gratitude. You know, every time I speak and every time I, I manifest and say something, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of just imagining that, that bullseye and that mm, sensation of pulling the arrow good. back and yeah. hitting it every single time. That's great. All you, the time. You know, and you know, when you miss it, you, you, you release, do. you release, you go, why, why am I releasing this? I know I'm not, I'm off target. Isn't that funny? You it released is. it and before it That's even great. hits, you go, oh, <laughs> wow. no. Well, this was fun. Well, StephenCanyon.com is the website. You can go there and you can order your own copy of the Law of Attraction 100-Day Guided Journal to help you establish your, yeah. first of all, your personal articles of faith. And, you know, there is, look, there's a creative exist- existential genius of purpose within every co-creator, every human being in the natural. There's no such thing as common. You're not common. You're not just an average person. No, the the purpose of the guided journal is to advance your life by attracting, to manifest your mind, body, and soul toward perfected completion. That's with nothing missing and nothing broken. And to be able to experience while you are here on earth, whatever it is that you desire. And look, to cease from being optimistic is to decrease. That's to diminish in life. The master of kinetic belief has peace and joy and happiness while enjoying prosperity. And here's the deal. Dreams and visions, those are just the guideposts for blueprinting your perfected life through the kinetic belief process. And it's right there. It's available in that uh, guided journal. Yeah, um, and we are um, finally completely restocked on those. It's been hard to keep them in stock. So we are on a uh, next day shipping basis right now, which is super exciting. So you can order that at stephencanyon.com. Or, hey, you can just get the, the digital version and download it or use it on your your iPad or print it off and use it over and over and over again. And one of the best ongoing encouraging things that I know of is our Facebook group. Yes, that's growing. Um, but it's also, it's a private Facebook group. So um, in order to be a part of it, you do have to answer a few questions about how long you've been a kinetic believer and um, just the things that we're going to be talking about in the group. But it's a it's an intimate group and it's incredibly encouraging. And it's just a beautiful place to spend some time every day with, with like-minded individuals. 
All right, all you kinetic believers, remember you are the perfected version of you because it already exists. You're not trying to become something you're not. You're going back to the original. Say this out loud. Say, I am a creator. I'm a creator. A nonconformist. A nonconformist. Involved in the art of creating. Involved in the art of creating. I have perfect health. I have perfect health. Perfect wealth. Perfect wealth. And perfect peace. And perfect peace. I am created from the substance of all things hoped for. I am created from the substance of all things hoped for. So the hope of all. So the hope of all. Is within me. Is within me. Wow. What a what a fun topic this has been. The signs of gratitude. I feel like you've, I feel like I could listen to to this again and just take notes and and get some amazing nuggets to just sticky note all over the house. This is always fun, isn't it? (laughs) It is. Thanks as usual, Steve, for all the wisdom. Bye.